Hello, hello. Welcome to another session with Shalina, aka Shao. I am so excited to be here with you again. I am about to hit this bowl that I packed. I actually cored an apple today because there was a whole bunch of apples on the table today and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be smart here and just take one and just make myself very happy by making myself a bowl. <laughs> um, I'm going to hit those. a good one. That was a good one. Require me to move for a second. That's how good it is. That was perfect. Um, okay, well, so I wanted to talk about, I don't know if you specifically dance or if you like to dance or if you find it ridiculous or if you find it, you know, interesting. Um, for me, I, the reason I want to talk about it is because, so me and one of my best friends, we went to this event on Sunday. It was actually a day event. It was actually, uh, it was in downtown at the art district. It was, um, in the afternoon, afternoon till about evening. And I mean, it was perfect. It was, I think it was from four to 10. I was like, <laughs> that's like amazing time. Like not like 10 to, to like two, three in the morning. Like that to me is not fun. <laughs> I mean, not anymore at least. Um, but like four to 10, I was like, that is perfect. I, uh, I'm down, you know? So it was, it was one of her family friends who, um, she's known for, you know, the, it was like, it's a, their, their team. And I'll explain a little bit more about them, but so she's known them their whole life and they're called Dole Nation, which is spelled D-H-O-L Nation. And I myself am Punjabi. So it was obviously very cool to see that you know, I, I knew, I knew who they were and I've seen them here and there at Indian parties and, you know, weddings and so forth, but I never, I didn't know them personally, but, um, it was really cool. It was kind of like a boiler room vibe. I don't know if you've, I mean, if you don't know what a boiler room is, I would highly suggest just Googling what a boiler room is. It's kind of like a hip hop vibe where you're, it's very underground feel like you're like in a room or if you're like in a, you know, just very underground kind of vibe. There's like no windows or anything like that. And it's, you're purely there for the music. And the one thing I will say is that the music was fire, like fire. So they had different DJs and different sets. And, um, the first one was a guy named November Rose, who I actually did f look up and he's on Apple Music. So if you don't know who that is, definitely look him up. He's awesome. And I also found a couple of his mixes on, or I found at least one of his mix on SoundCloud because I'm, me personally, I'm all about mixes. I don't like, the reason I say that is because I know like on, okay, for example, like Apple Music Radio, I know when whoever goes, you know, whoever wants to go, for example, for a workout or a run, I go for a run every morning, or I try to at least every morning. And the last thing I want to do is have to make myself a playlist because what I want is a continuous mix. I want like I want to feel like I'm not necessarily at a club, but like in a room where I can dance. Yeah, OK, let's just say like a club. feel. OK, let's just say that because I don't know what else to relate it to. Or I can even say this boiler room kind of feel where it's just the music and you and dance like that's it. You're not there for any other purpose. I mean, you're there to have a good time. People are there drinking, whatever. But it was mainly you were there for the music. And, um, so when I, like I was saying, when I go for a run, I like to have my music already planned out. And what I personally love is, like I said, mixes. So there are three radio stations that I listen to on Apple music, which is, um, uh, we, the best radio by DJ Khaled, 
uh, OVO Sound Radio by Drake, of course, you know, duh, and um, Selection Radio by Joe K. So those are my three top favorite um, DJ radio stations or mixes, I guess you could say, on Apple Music. They're also probably the only ones, but for me personally, they, for it just, for me, changed the game of music in the sense of, when I'm listening to music, the last thing I want to keep doing is checking my music, hitting that, hitting next, hitting, do, you know, scanning the song or scanning them. I, I don't want to do that. I want to play a song and have a whole mix play through. So, so those three radio stations, they do that. They'll provide a whole mix and you feel like you're in a club. You feel like you're partying. You feel like you're out like that. To me, that vibe is just like, oh, I love it. Cause it's like all you care about is just dancing. So like, for example, when I wake up and I go for a run, I the I, I kind of have an idea of what radio station I want to listen to, but because of those, because what's really interesting, speaking of those three, they're all different. You have um, Selection Radio, you have uh, OVO Sound Radio, and you have We The Best. We The Best you, is the most one I would say, like, you feel like you're in a club. Like, I, I've been in a club with DJ Khaled, and it's a turn up, okay? It is a turn up. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm there. Um, and then you have uh, Selection Radio, which is by Joe Kay and he actually does like he tours worldwide kind of like what this like concept of like do like a like an experience like a boiler room kind of status I guess you could say and um his is more like it's again a lot of DJs but it's more mellow the vibe is very chill like it's it it's a very loungy I actually have it playing right now um on my phone oh it's so funny it's 420 right now um I have it playing on my phone I'll even put it louder you can even kind of hear uh, you probably can't hear anything, but I'm just now scanning through it. So that to me is, you know, amazing. Cause I, I don't have to worry about like, you know, hitting the next song or whatever. So back to what I was saying about this uh, thing that we went to on Sunday. So it was called no nazar, which means, um, uh, like evil eye, like no bad vibes, no, like no bad spirits kind of thing. So nazar means, yeah. So nazar in and of itself means the evil eye, like bad luck, bad, bad, bad vibes. So I liked their concept. I was like, this sounds dope. I'm down. And it was like the music that if you even look on their flyer, it even says like, it's not about just, it's not just like Punjabi music, like Bhangra. It's like hip hop, you know, reggaeton, um, Spanish, I mean, everything, like, it's just, it's, it's got, like, a Jamaican vibe, whatever, like, everything is mixed, and I love that, I think that music is so diverse, I think that we kind of overlook, um, how beautiful every, you know, every country, every genre is, we just sort of, like, oh, hip-hop's the best, people, like, I'll be honest, when people look at me, and, like, people that have known me my whole life, they're, like, oh, Shalina's favorite music is hip-hop, yeah, that's true, but I'm also, like, I'm born and raised Punjabi. I'm obviously born and raised Punjabi. I'm Punjabi. Um, but I've gone to millions of Indian parties, Indian weddings throughout my entire life. And it's you know, the main thing that you hear when you go to these parties is Bhangra. Like, because it's not really um, like, yeah, kind of like Hindi music, but like, that's not anything you can really dance to. That's more like Bollywood, like you're watching an Indian movie kind of thing. Like, it's it's more like, not when I say Bollywood, like it's all Bollywood, but like, um, it's more like a romance sort of that's how I feel when I hear Hindi songs it's more romance but Bhangra is like yo let's turn up let's go out let's party and it's got the same kind of vibe as hip-hop um so and I I don't know if I'm sure if you've ever been out if you've ever heard the radio back in like 2004 Jay-Z actually came out with a song which I'm sure everyone has heard of Punjabi MC um and it's with with Punjabi MC and it was 
so interesting for me. I was 14 at the time. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, wow. Like I heard it on the radio and I was like, this is so cool. But I honestly think that it was far before its time to like make its, its, I guess you could say debut in the mainstream world. I think that it was kind of overlooked at the time. And I think if you look back at the music back then, it was, you know, it was more R&B. It was more hip hop. And like that in and of itself was still trying to make you know, waves that like throwing in this now was, I think it was a little bit too much for people that, that in my opinion, because that was like a one hit wonder. Like you I still hear that song when I go out or like sometimes I'll randomly hear it on the radio. I'll even hear it on these radio stations. I'll put them into like their mixes, but that's it. Like that's all I hear. So what's really cool is that like, I kind of feel like Bangura is kind of like getting, like it's kind of building steam. So going to this event by Dole Nation, um, and by the way, dole means it's a drum. Like it's our drum that we use in, um, like when you use go, like go to parties and stuff. That's what they beat on. It's called the dole. Um, I know a couple people personally um, that uh, that that play the dole, and they're phenomenal. They're great at it. You know, it turns up the party. It just it just gives you that kind of like um, the in Punjabi village, you know, vibe. Like jut. Like I'm a jut. So like like that kind of vibe. I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it. It's just, it's one of those things where like, you're like jello, like let's, let, let's dance, you know, like let's, let's, let's have a good time. So I don't know. Like, I just think that like, it's, it was a really cool experience. Um, and I was just, I don't know. I, I, I wish I stayed a little bit longer, but I was just feeling a little bit tired. And I was like, Oh, it's a Sunday. I gotta, you know, I, I'm on a, I like to wake up early. So I was like, I'm gonna go home, but it was awesome. And so, like I said, like the first DJ, he was more chill. He kind of, and I even said to him, I was like, bro, you sound like you belong on selection radio. Like his, I mean, it was amazing. And there was at one point me and my best friend, we were dancing, we were like singing to each other. It was just, I just felt like in heaven. I felt like, wow, like this is what I love to do. I love to dance. I love to like, I love good music. I love good vibes. Like it was perfect. And and then they then later on throughout the night then you know the DJs were changing sets and there was actually um so it was like there was two girls two girl DJs DJing at the same time and they were Punjabi I, I'm pretty sure they were both Punjabi um and it, that was just for me I thought that was so dope I mean like I've never seen something like that ever in my entire life you know like where first of all you're not only a girl DJ but you're a Punjabi girl DJ and you're, I mean, you're, or you're Hindi or whatever you are. I'm sure, I don't know if the other girl, I know the one girl was Punjabi. I don't know if the other girl was, but I mean, and their style was dope and like their vibe was dope. But they kept the party going. I mean, it was just, and it, what was so interesting and so cool, like I was standing by the stage on the side and I look out and I'm like, and I, I think I even took a video, but I, I was just like, wow, like there are so many different cultures in here. There are so many different people in here. Like, and nobody is not dancing. Everybody's standing. Everybody wants to hear the music. Everybody, everybody's here for the purpose of listening to this. Like, and it was just, for me, I think as a brown woman growing up, especially in LA, like you would think like, oh, it's so progressive and everyone accepts you and this night. It was a complete opposite growing up. I mean, I was that, you know, curry head like kid that was getting made fun of. I was like a boo from Simpsons. I was, you know, I mean, everything in the freaking book, man. I was called everything. But I think it's also in those moments where you kind of have to realize like, oh, like people are just ignorant. Like people just don't know. People say things like just to say things just because you look different than them. You know, I used to hate that I was Indian like for a very long time when I was younger because I just felt like 
it was something to be made fun of. Um, and now it's not. Now people love our music. They love our food. I mean, I go to Trader Joe's and you got the uh, lamb curry, you got the chicken curry, you got like everything. The chicken, I mean, I don't, it's just insane. Like all the different vegetable like dishes that we have. And I'm just like, what? Like I, I, I used to get made fun of for eating this stuff. Like I used to get made fun of for smelling like this stuff. And now you guys are all trying to profit on it. And that's just the way society goes. That's how you know, just our world, how it works. It's, you know, especially in America, it's all about making profit, unfortunately. Um, but it is what it is. Sorry, I'm eating a brownie right now. <laughs> so bomb that I made. No, it has no pot in it. Actually, I've never made pot brownie. Um, but it is one of those things where you see the difference and you've seen how, like, time has progressed and again like back to my point of going to that thing on Sunday it was just so I mean to me I just was like this would never this I couldn't even dream of going to something like this 10 years ago like 10 years ago 15 not even like five years ago this would never happen and now here they here's like a bunch of you know brown ass kids you know taking over this place in LA downtown like that's that's really cool and I'm like so excited to see like where they go like where their success takes them and you know, because they've been, I mean, I've been seeing these kids do it, you know, since I, I'm sure I've seen them throughout the years. Because there's always been, you know, if you've ever been to an Indian wedding, which a lot of my friends have been asking, oh, I want to go to an Indian party. Oh, I want to, you know, I want to go to an Indian wedding one day. I've been to more than I can even count. And they're always fun. You know, they're, they can all, they're very long, the receptions especially, but they're, they're a lot of fun. And I mean, after a while, I think I've kind of like, okay, I've been going to like a hundred per year. Like it's, I mean, you kind of, it's the same thing you've only, you've seen your entire life, but like the dances and stuff, like I love it because me personally, um, I actually did do two Indian dances when I was younger. I did my, um, two of my older cousins weddings. Um, I was seven and then the second one I was nine or I think I was 10, not seven or 10. And I forced my sister to do the first one with me. She hated me. She, she hated me for it. Um, and my the second one was in San Francisco. And it was for our other, our other older cousin. And um, I actually, that was the one I actually made her do with me. And then the one I, we did here in LA, it was with me, my brother, my sister, and my cousin. And then I know they're all going to hate me for sharing this information, but hey man, we did a good job. We, we turned it up, you know, like we, <laughs> we, we did all of that. It was, it was fun. And you know, it was, it's crazy to see because it's like, that was something that like brought out such a joy in me that like, I didn't even realize I had, I mean, I, I remember I begged my, I was like, please, please, please like asking my, my family. And they were like, Oh, you know, my grandma's sister, she's actually really good with like, I don't know if she's done performances or what, what have you, but she, she slowed down, she slowed down the street for me. And we used to, go there after school every day and practice and me and my sister we just practice every day every day every day and I remember when we we did the performance in San Francisco me and my sister she totally like I think she fainted after like she was so terrified I was just like on a high I was like this is what I was meant to do like I mean there was like there was 600 people in there I mean yes Indian weddings are massive like massive completely massive um they're beautiful they're they're grand um but it's it's just really cool because now seeing you know it 
now become more normalized and more in our society and more people are like wanting to know more about it and wanting to attend events and this i think is going to be a start of something really incredible and i'm actually really excited that i was part of this one on sunday it wasn't like a whole bunch of people it was definitely people i knew duh go figure but I just had, I just think that more and more of these events are going to come up and they need to, and they need to make, it's all for me. I think at the end of the day, I think that like us as humans, like we, we were meant to dance. I think that people are so afraid of, of that thought. They're like, no, no, I'm just not a good dancer. Or no, no, I don't dance. Or, oh no, I don't, I don't like to do that. And I, and even like people I know personally, you know, like my, some of my friends, like, you know, my own sister, everyone, like there's so many people I know that are just like, no, no, no. Like, like, I don't like to dance. Like that's, I don't like to do it. And I, and I always say, I'm like, we are made to dance. Like our bodies were made to dance. Like if you go all around the world, you'll see that like, I mean, people love to dance. It's, it's a thing. And I just feel like it's interesting because in America, like in LA, especially people don't really dance like they're not there to dance you know and if they do dance it's usually at a competitive vibe it's not like oh let's dance and have fun it's oh i'm i'm better than you kind it's like it's like that movie you just got served or you got served or whatever with a marion like literally that's how it is it's like oh we're gonna battle like it's not like oh let's have fun and speaking of which at the event there was <laughs> there was some girl a couple of girls that were trying to like battle with people and it was like why are you getting so competitive and like you could see that the other person was feeling kind of like dude, I'm not here to like, I'm not saying I'm such, I'm as good of a dancer as you. I'm just here to have a good time. And I think people think of it as such as a, a, such in a competitive way that you kind of lose the importance of what it's, what the purpose of dancing is. And that's to, that's, it's it's a form of expression. It's a form of, um, being who you are. And that is one of my favorite things to do in the world. Like favorite things. I think people think I like to go out. It's not necessarily I like to go out. It's that I like to go dance. Um, because it's just you're free you're moving you're just you're having a good time you're not really I don't know I think that it's beautiful um and yeah so this event was really again amazing and I, th- I don't know if I had mentioned but I went with my other girlfriend to um Poppy in West Hollywood um I've just had I've had a busy couple of days which has been the most social interaction I've had in months um but yeah, we went to Poppy and it was interesting because I, I think, again, people are only out to just look good. They're only out to boost their followings. They're only out to take multiple pictures of themselves, show everyone that they're popping bottles, showing everyone that they're doing. And everyone does that. I mean, I've done that shit when I was younger, you know, like I was, I was a club promoter. Yes, I was a club promoter back in my early 20s. Um, And it was a great time. We had a, we honestly had a fantastic time, um, you know, living it up. But I remember really enjoying myself and really going out and just like having the best time. And I just didn't get that vibe from everyone. And maybe everyone just wasn't, you know, fucked up yet. And that's, that in and of itself is a problem. Like where you feel like you have to get fucked up in order to have a good time. Like, you know, like every, I mean, it was past midnight at this point where I feel like nobody was really dancing. Nobody was really it was just weird. I didn't, I didn't like the vibe. I was like, I'm ready to leave. I told my family, I'm ready to leave when you are. It was just so, I don't know. I think that people are too much in their heads and they're too much trying to look good that they forget that when you go out, you're supposed to have a good time. And it's, we've kind of lost sight of that. And I do blame social media. I heavily blame social media for that because everyone's obsessed with their following account. And you know, what's funny. 
I actually have not been on my social media account since I think October, November, November, October, but we're now in March. So it's kind of like freeing. And I realize I have a lot of more time, a lot much more time on my hands. But even then, I feel like I don't have enough time because I have like a million things I have to do. So I just realized that like, if you ever want to take like a social media break, I highly suggest you do so. And I've, I mean, again, December, January, February, March, I'm four months. It's a good amount of time, almost half a year. I honestly, there's so many times where I want to go on. I want to talk to some of my friends and people I know and like, just, you know, the people I've met in the cannabis space who I really adore and I love. And, you know, that's like how I keep a lot of my contact with a lot of people. Um, but I just feel like it's not, I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of it right now. And I feel like I'm, I've started to notice, and I'm sure if you have, you know, use social media at all, you kind of notice that like there's so much on there. They've, they've literally made it in a way where you can never get bored. Like you can literally never get bored on social media because it, there's constantly stuff in there. There's constantly, you know, news, news, like anything. I mean, there's, I remember at one point I was scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I didn't even know what I was scrolling for. And I was like, oh my God, I can never get bored of one thing. And I also realized that my attention span was very short because I realized when a video would start to play, I was, I would get annoyed if I didn't get the gist of everything within like five seconds. I just would, I would just keep scrolling. I, I, I didn't, I wanted to see what I needed to see immediately. And I'm like, wait, that's a real problem. And I wonder why is that? And I think it is because we're so used to like instant gratification, you know, immediately that when we're, when we're scrolling, and if we're not getting it, we can move on to the next thing. Okay, I, want, I need something else to give me that satisfaction. I need to get my, my dosage in for the day. But I really believe social media is a drug. I really think that um, we're oblivious to that fact. And I think it's funny when I talk to people and they're like, oh, well, I only go on like a couple times a day or I only go on and do this. And I'm like, okay, you sound like an addict. Okay, <laughs> like that's what an addict does. They can't control the And I know, like for me, I know that I can't control myself on there because there's too much information. I'll never get bored. And when I'm on my phone, I go on it because I'm bored and I have nothing else to do. And now I've just been reading a bunch of articles and again, media's, you know, they spin things in a lot of different ways, but I don't know. I think that, I think there are some reputable, definitely reputable sources on there. Um, TMZ. <laughs> I really think TMZ is reputable. I know that sounds crazy, but I think they are because I don't think that they would. I don't know. I think Harvey Levin is a very smart guy, and it you know it helps the fact that he's a lawyer. And I actually, I've recently this past couple of days I've been watching TMZ live, and I actually really like the debates he gets into with his um, like fellow employees um, because he he's just like, or if anybody, he's just like, he'll, he'll, he'll spit out the law and he'll give you an argument. And he's like, well, this is what they're going to argue. And this is what they're going to argue. And I don't know. I think he's really intelligent and I know this guy will not do something that will jeopardize his business. So I know a lot of people talk shit about him and about TMZ, but I love TMZ. And I know people are probably like, eh, they probably, they're going to stop this right now. They're like, I'm not listening to her anymore. And that's fine. I don't care. But they, everything that they've reported has more often than not turn out to be true and what I say by that is there was like something that they called out like I don't know what it was I think it was R. Kelly thing I don't know a sensitive topic I know um 
yeah, I, I'll touch on anything. Um, and they said something along the lines of, I don't know what it was. I think it was like one of the reports that was made or it was an allegation. And this was actually way before the um, documentary came out. So it was interesting to see that they had actually accurately reported something that everybody completely ignored. I ignored. I don't even think I looked twice looked twice at that article. I think I just thought it was a load of baloney. Turns out they were not lying and they were actually telling the truth and they were telling a story that everyone kind of disregarded. So when people say things like, oh, TMZ's this, TMZ's that, like they're very certain. I know it sounds ridiculous. Like I've, out of all the news reports or articles or media that I'm vouching for and I'm saying TMZ, I'm saying that because I believe they are the most reputable out of the, out of, honestly, out of any articles I've read. And I think that they get such a bad rep because they are known as being paparazzi. Um, which that I don't care for, but like, as far as like reporting stuff, they only report the biggest news. They don't report like little stuff here and there. They report the biggest news, but I just think that it's <laughs> they're, a, they're, they're comical and B, I mean, they're not, they're not lying. Like a lot of the stuff is true. You know, I can't fault them. You know, they, they keep me updated. I'll tell you that much. That's, that's, that's kind of all where I've gotten all my news, um, but hey, each to each its own, you know. Um, I'm gonna take another hit of this because it's just such a beautiful day. Can't pass up this opportunity.